The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is a WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Welcome in to the Action Line here from News Radio WGNS. It's Brian Barrett in for Scott Walker today on this 25th day of September. We're going to be talking a lot about Habitat for Humanity today, so be sure to hang in for that all throughout the program this morning. Tomorrow, we're talking with Parks and Recreation Department Director Nate Williams and a cast of thousands. So that'll be tomorrow. Then on Wednesday morning, Rutherford County Mayor Joe Carr will be joining on the action line at 810. On Thursday, we're talking with our friends from Arosa Care. Aaron Keogh Rankin will be here along with St. Clair Street Senior Center Director Mark Owens. And on Friday, talking some beekeeping. And uh, Zane Cantrell will be here from the Rutherford County Beekeepers Association. So we've got all of that coming up for you here this week. But first, uh, Megan Hutchins joins us this morning from Habitat for Humanity and You've had a wild weekend, so here we go. <laughs> if we start a new week, and uh, glad you're along with us here this morning. Yes, good morning to you as well. I think uh, both of us are kind of like we need some toothpicks to keep our eyes open maybe today. <laughs> <laughs> Just one of those days. So, uh, Habitat for Humanity. Tell us. Um, I'm sure a lot of people have some awareness about what Habitat for Humanity is and what you do, but with so many people moving in, they may not know how. Uh, you're really, really active here in the community. So if someone asks what you do, I'm sure you've got an elevator speech. So uh, wh- what would that be this morning? Um, yes. Yeah, so we build homes for families that qualify for our program. Um, we open up our application process once a year. We opened it up in 22 and we had 500 people come and pick up applications. Wow. And then out of that, we had a little over 300 return. And then out of that, we actually had um, 25 families qualify for the program. But the first thing that we look at is, does our family have a need? And when I first started, the homes, um, the families we were serving were living in very poor living conditions, homes covered in mold, houses that had holes in the floor, holes in the ceiling. Um, And then just in the last several years, most of our families are just in a financial burden. So they're paying more than 60% of their household income just on rent alone. So it doesn't leave money for gas and groceries and utilities. And if you have children, children are very expensive. So um, our families all have incomes. They just, um, one of our families said it really well. She said, I make too much to get assistance, but I don't make enough to qualify for a conventional mortgage. So I, I, she was just like in this bubble. Um, but, and that's how a lot of our families are. And then um, once we've established that they've had a need, then we actually sit down with them to see if they're going to be a good fit for our program because they are going to have a beautiful home that they're paying for, but we do ask a lot of them along the way. Um, And then we start what we call our partnership hours. And that's where they have to put in anywhere from 250 to 350 hours before they can move into their house. Yeah. So uh, and the the help that these folks are getting, I wanted to go back to something that you just mentioned there about being in that in-between. There are so many people that are in that in-between, you you know, they're they're not 
technically considered low income, but it's just not enough to to get that help. I mean, it's it's probably um, a wider gap than we even realize nowadays. Oh yes, and um, I always like to tell people, like the families in our our Legacy Point neighborhood. You know, just across kind of a broad range, you know, we have people that work in the banking industry. We have people in the medical field. We have retired individuals, people that work for the, you know, the government. And they're all making good money. They just can't get over that hump. We did actually have um, a couple of families that had qualified for conventional mortgages, but they couldn't find anything on the market that they could afford. And so they ended up coming to us and they met our guidelines and they were like, we can have a home that we can help build, that we can choose the selections that are affordable and we're setting up our family for, you know, good future for our children and whatnot. So I thought that was really cool. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, And that is equally a a story that you hear a lot as as well finding a place that you can actually afford yeah <laughs> yeah that's the yeah it, we see that so very often um with our families they just um they can't find anything right now in the market that's in their price range and i know that's kind of the story for a lot of people right now yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, I know my son and his new wife looking for a place and and just to be able to I mean, you, you, it's going to be between three and three fifty yes. before. I mean, that's entry level now. It seems right, right. It's um, it's kind of heartbreaking actually yeah. <laughs> that yeah. we don't have like starter homes for young families anymore. But you know, Habitat is always an option for those. Um, we don't, you know, we have somebody in our neighborhood that's as young as twenty four, and then we have people in our neighborhood that's um, they're in their seventies. So if you're old enough to go to the bank and try to get a you know, a mortgage, you're old enough to come to us and try to apply for Habitat. So can you kind of walk us through uh, the process? Because you, you mentioned 500 or so applications or mm-hmm. and, and and then there are some hard decisions that someone has to make in that. Yeah, um, Angie Ezel is our um, homeowner services manager and she's incredible. Right away when somebody picks up the application, they can kind of look through our requirements. And I think some people read them and they're like, okay, this is not my season. I'm not there yet. Um, And then we still have some that, you know, like, well, I I probably don't mean everything, but I'm still going to put my application in. Um, And Angie can go through there and see right away why they would not qualify. Uh, The great thing about her is she'll let them know. So it's not just like we tell you no and then we forget about you she makes sure to tell them this is why you're not ready yet you know and that way people know what they have to work on to come back and reapply and we've had several families do that that have gotten denied more than one time and just got their stuff together got their finances where they needed to be or whatever it was and then came back and applied and they were accepted Um, and it's always about like it's just not your season yet Mm. you know we try to tell our families that delay does not mean denial when it's your time it'll all work out sure Mm -hmm. so let me ask this question here too about that so 500 applications many of them um, maybe you need to come back tweak this doesn't work now but even when from your pile that okay all of these qualify 
then even more tough decisions have to be made, right? So, uh, you yeah. know, to get you, you mentioned 25. I'm sure not everyone that qualifies can get, get a home right now. Yeah. So in 2022, we decided that we were going to take everybody that actually qualified for the program. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time we had done that. Um, in the past, we would do like the first X amount of number that qualified, you know, kind of in order. Um, but because we did that, we now have families that have been in the program for almost two or three years that still haven't, you know, gotten into their home yet. So we have families that were accepted in 22 that we won't start even building on until next year. And one of the things that I think a lot of people aren't aware of is that you have to stay mortgage ready to be in our program. So two years of not, you know, using your credit for something or, you know, buying a car, you know, like have staying mortgage ready. That's a lot to ask of a family. Um, but they're doing really well. Our families are doing really well. And Angie works super close with them to kind of make sure, Hey, don't stay on top of things, stay on top of things. But, um, and I'm sure there's a relationship there enough to where maybe if they're struggling in some area that there may be some help. I mean, instead of using that credit card, there may be some nonprofit here in town that could help them with something, right? Yeah. And we, um, a lot of our families that may not qualify in this season, um, Regina Harvey with Dominion Financial, she has a get ready class. And so we have several families that go to her to try to get things ready and really understand budgeting and what I need to, you know, be preparing for. But we try to tell our families, just come talk to us. You know, Angie's going to find out eventually. Sure. <laughs> she's like, like a mom, keep, right? <laughs> you can't keep the secret. No, no. <laughs> she's going to find out. Um, so just come talk to us and at least try to figure out a plan before you decide, you know. But we also want people to understand that habitat is not the answer for everyone. We want to help as many people as we can but we do ask a lot of our families. And so we try to be very honest with that from day one. Yeah, they, they, they know that from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Is there a certain window when you take uh, applications? Uh, is it a certain time of the year? Or is that just um, something that could happen at any time? Uh, so right now, we will start taking applications. Um, it's March 11th through March 22nd of 2024. Okay. Um, and people can come by the office anytime to pick up an information packet. It's not an application. It just kind of gives people an idea of what our requirements are, the phases of our program. Um, you know, we have a lot of frequently asked questions because people, you know, what if this, what about this? And Angie's done a really good job of trying to hit all those. Um, but March 11th, 8 a.m., they can come in and get that application. So, do you have any idea about this year, how many uh, applied and were approved for that? Um, well, we didn't even open applications. You didn't even open Because them we had so many gotcha. in 22. We had to not open them this year because we really needed to get through those families first. So right now the plan is to get through those who applied in 22 and then yes. open it. Yeah. So it's not actually open every year either. Now. Yeah, that, now I've been here 17 years and this is that I can remember. This was the first time that we actually didn't open them. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you also changed the process in term, in 2022. Yeah. About, yeah. You, know. you know, we took a lot more, you yeah. know, than we had ever had before. Um, 
but yeah, so this year we weren't able to because we're still building for those families mm-hmm. that were qualified in 22. Our guest today from Habitat for Humanity, Megan Hutchins, and uh, we're going to talk about Cooking to Build, which I know is a, a very important event uh, coming up here in October. And um, it's almost time to, or I guess now is the time to get those bowls made. So we're going to talk more about that uh, as well coming up. The homes that are built, um, are they in certain neighborhoods? Are you building neighborhoods? Or are these homes you know, scattered through Rutherford County? How does that work? Um, when I first started, we were building um, single lot homes all through Rutherford County, Murfreesboro, Smyrna, Laverne. A lot of them were in the South Manny area. We would tear down a dilapidated home and put a habitat home in the place. Um, in Smyrna and Laverne, we did get a couple of lots that were side by side, but never a full neighborhood. Um, and then in 2018, um, we were able to break ground on what is Legacy Point. It's our first um, subdivision here in Rutherford County. It's off of Twin Oak Drive, which is off of Halls Hill Pike. And um, God willing, when it's all done, we'll have 76 homes built in that neighborhood. Um, phase one is already done which is crazy. We have 18 homes completed and families living there. Phase two, we've already started. Um, we have four, yes, four families already living in homes, two houses under construction, just rocking and rolling. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds it's like awesome. It. Yeah. Uh, it, how, I mean, I, I think a lot of people have in their mind when they think about Habitat for Humanity, you know, they, they see someone on a construction site with a hammer in their apron and, you know, doing the work and raising the walls and, and stuff like that. And Jimmy Carter just celebrated his 99th birthday. And he's one that I think about as Mm -hmm. soon as I think about Habitat for Humanity, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and his work with that. So are, are there certain times of the year that you work on building or now that there's legacy point and are, are you, building as the funds are there to do that yeah we pretty much are going nonstop. um we you know there's been a couple of dedications where our construction team has been working on one house and basically walked across the street uh-huh. to the dedication of the other um so we build we try to do a um a spring and a late summer fall but it, you know with construction you just you kind of go with the flow. <laughs> you have, to, <laughs> you have right? a plan and then you kind of have to like be like Gumby. And it's a lot of moving parts with um, sponsors and product availability. And, you know, some of the things we sub that sub out, are they available? Volunteer, you know, it's a lot of moving parts that have to come together. Sweat equity is a word that I hear a lot, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. And, and, and so I, I know that those who are, are, purchasing the home or moving into the home that they have a certain amount of hours that that they put in but there are also so many people in the community that help with that you mentioned there are some things that are subcontracted so Mm -hmm. i guess that means you pay them to come in and do plumbing for instance or whatever that is Mm -hmm. Uh, but but there are a lot of volunteers that help make a home uh build a home yes so our families um i mentioned they have to do anywhere from 250 to 350 hours And those hours have to be complete before they can move in. So it doesn't matter if the house is dedicated and we've closed. The family cannot move in until those hours are done. Um, I've only had that happen to one family since I've been here. And he got his hours within two weeks of closing on the home. So um, 
we have lots of opportunities for them to get those hours. They go to a 30-week homeowner education class. They um, volunteer in our restore. They volunteer at special events. They volunteer on their home build as well as their neighbor's home build. Um, if they have kids that are in, good gra- um, in school and making good grades, we give them hours for that. If they themselves are in school and maintain a certain GPA, we give them hours for that as well. Um, and then we do have tons of volunteers that come from churches, businesses, um, local organizations, individuals, schools, all different areas to volunteer. Those hours, though, don't go to the family. But if I was in the program and I asked you and another friend to come out and volunteer with me, I would get those hours that you put in that day. Okay. Um, so the volunteering, it doesn't, all those hours don't go to that family specifically unless they've invited a couple of people to come with them. But yeah, we are, we are very blessed with a very giving community. And with that, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We want to talk about cooking to build. It takes money to build these homes. So where does that come from? How can you help? All kinds of questions that we're going to get answered here this morning as Megan Hutchins joins us in studio with Habitat for Humanity. If you've got questions, you can call or text 615-893-1450, 615-893-1450, and ask your question here this morning. Call or text, again, the number 615-893-1450. Probably easiest to give us a text, but we'll take it however you want to do that. If you've got questions, we want to make sure that we get those answered for you. Here on the Action Line, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, United Communications is MTE's internet company, and they continue to grow. They announced back in August an $85 million expansion to another 77,000 MTE members in Murfreesboro. Find out more at mte.com slash internet. United Communications, fast, local, fiber. Are you tired of constantly spending money on sprays and other things to control mosquitoes around your home? If so, come by Holden Hardware and get the Spartan Mosquito Eradicators. When used properly, the Spartan Mosquito Eradicators will kill mosquitoes. Come by Holden Hardware on the square and get the Spartan Mosquito Eradicators. This year, make mosquito control easier and cheaper. Come by Holden Hardware on the square and get the Spartan Mosquito Eradicators. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City. We need to be especially mindful to protect our pets from fleas and ticks. Here at Animal City, we carry a variety of products to keep your dog and cat safe. In addition to products that will directly protect your pet, we carry a variety of items to keep your home safe as well. Here at Animal City, we would like to thank Murfreesboro for letting us be your family-owned and operated pet store for 33 years. You can find us at Animal City at 919 Northwest Broad. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak, where my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go, you can get pastas or chicken, you know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant, 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro.
CBS News Brief. Tentative deal reached between striking Hollywood writers and the major studios. CBS Los Angeles, Lauren Posen. Keep in mind, the actors are still on strike. So we basically have part of Hollywood back to work. But WGA reaching this agreement, it's really encouraging for SAG-AFTRA because, remember, both unions were asking for similar demands. Time's running out and Republicans in the House can't agree on spending to keep the government up and running. Correspondent Nancy Cordes. Congress now has just five days to either pass 12 annual bills to fund the government or pass a short-term fix. New Jersey's Democratic Senator Bob Menendez is expected to go before the media this morning for the first time since he was indicted on bribery charges. CBS's Scott McFarlane is on Capitol Hill. A defiant Menendez responded, It is not lost on me how quickly some are rushing to judge a Latino and push him out of his seat. I'm not going anywhere. CBS News Brief. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Hey, it's Scott. When it comes to health, there are numbers that every man needs to know, including our very own testosterone numbers. I recommend going to Low T Center where they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know your results in about 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired, grumpy, cause lack of motivation, and drive. It can also raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. We'll see mostly sunny skies here this afternoon, high in the upper 80s. Northeast winds around 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear, low of 61. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 61. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett, hitting right at what matters most to all of us here in the heart of Tennessee. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS, AM, FM, and online. Good morning. Trying to clear up that wreck. It's got traffic still slow over in Donaldson. 40 westbound there at Donaldson Pike. That's aggravating all that traffic coming in from Wilson County Hermitage there on 40 westbound. Again at Donaldson Pike near BNA Airport. Still struggling uh, 40 eastbound through Kingston Springs this morning. Keep that in mind if you're coming in from Dixon County. Prince's Hot Chicken is hiring. Uh, check out their website today for more information at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is Chip Walters, and I'll have Middle Tennessee football and basketball games for you right here. MTSU Sports on WGNS AM, FM, online. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Back on the Action Line this morning, and our focus is on Habitat for Humanity. Megan Hutchins is here today, and we have talked a lot about Habitat Homes, how they're built. We've talked about Legacy Point, and um, sounds like we're going to be in Legacy Point for a while getting these yeah. homes built. <laughs> so um, how many homes per year? Do you, do you have an average of how many uh, are completed out there? Yeah, we try to do um, eight to ten a, home, a year. That's our ideal goal because mm-hmm. we... We want to continue to build homes, like grow in capacity. Um, we always set a goal, but sometimes it's just out of our hands with the different pieces that are all coming together. But typically, eight to ten is how many we try to do in a year. In the last three years, I'm sure we've had problems, with, you know, getting this in or that in, or the the, the price of materials going yeah. up. I mean, I'm sure that that's been a, a really big eye opener. Yeah. It, Yes, you know, you, and just like one day, one product will be available, and then the very next day, 
I'm sorry, we can't get this anymore. And we've had to go to our families a couple of times because they get to choose, you know, certain things for their home and say, you know, I know you picked A, but A is not available now. So what about B, C, or D? <laughs> you know, we, we think we can get this. And they've been, they've been so gracious and patient with us and, um, you know, really understanding. So that's nice. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine is waiting to have his air conditioning unit fixed, but the fan or the fan motor, there's, there's a part, it's going to take 30 days to get that right, in, you know? Right, and so, right. I mean, we deal with that. It seems to be a kind of a normal part of acceptance mm-hmm. uh, for people now. That's uh, just one of those things that happens. Yeah. When I, I do a Habitat 101 on the construction site on the volunteer days, and I always mention that and everybody kind of nods their head. Like, <laughs> I understand where you're coming from. I speak your language. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the the um, homes that are being built, so you do several of these throughout the year. Do, do they move in and then you have like a big celebration and some people have already moved in or do they wait until, because you mentioned in um, spring and late fall, or late summer, early mm-hmm. fall, that you kind of do a, a ribbon cutting thing. Well, we, we build in those seasons, but um, we had four dedications within like, six weeks Ah. so whenever it's somebody's um turn when their home is complete we have a dedication for them and we try to do that before they close so about a week before they close we'll have the home dedication we'll invite people to come out see the home you know let the family speak let the sponsors speak and then we cut the ribbon and then they get to move in after they close i'm sure that if you're doing that many in a span of a few weeks that's that's pretty taxing on the uh, Habitat for Humanity <laughs> crew too. Huh? It is, but it's, you know, every, um, the dedications are amazing because they remind us why we do what we do. Uh, we've, our affiliate is so blessed because most of us have been there quite some time and that's pretty rare in the nonprofit world um, to have a staff that stays. But uh, and how many years for you, did you say? 17, 17? for me. Yeah. And then our, um, our CEO, uh, Terry Schultz, it'll be, um, 17 for her in February. And then, you know, most people are 10 or more. We have a few that are just below 10, but, um, it's good for us because we do it every day, but it's like every time we have a dedication, we have to remember like, this is the only time this family will celebrate this, even though it's like our hundredth plus Mm -hmm. it's never, it's the first one with that family. And they're all so different. And, um, but most of them end in tears of joy at some point some point <laughs> oh yeah yeah from, from a lot of people yes, i'm sure absolutely and that does say uh, a, a lot about working for habitat it has to be rewarding otherwise why would you still be there for 17 years yeah you know? yes and our um you know i'm blessed to be doing what i love to do but um terry does a wonderful job of really creating a great work environment family oriented um you know, we work really hard, but she also makes sure that we take time for our family and what have you. So it's a nice balance, which is hard to find sometimes as well. Yeah. Megan Hutchins is joining us today as we talk about Habitat for Humanity. Here's a question uh, that's going to lead us into pretty much the rest of what we're going to talk about here today. Where do the funds to build homes come from? Um, we have uh, several resources. So sponsors. Um, and we do have like Nissan is one of our bigger sponsors, Schneider Electric, um, 
we've had some newer ones this year. You know, in the past, Middle Tennessee Electric has helped um, sponsor a home or a partial sponsor. Um, First United Methodist, St. Mark's, um, First Presbyterian, you know, churches. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do have sponsors that come up, you know, and actually help pay for the home to be built. Our fundraisers that we do also go towards that. We do write some grants. Um, and then our we have a Habitat for Humanity of Tennessee. And so that's actually, um, Colleen Dudley runs that. And she helps service all of the affiliates in Tennessee. So if there's like a partnership that we can all benefit from, we um, sometimes get funding from that as well. So lots of myriad (laughs) resources. And in those fundraisers that you mentioned, one that we're going to talk about is Cooking to Build. The uh, Habitat Restore is part of that. Uh, The other Habitat for Humanity... um, I don't know. You're not chapters, but affiliates. affiliates. Uh-huh. Okay. That's, that's the word. Uh-huh. Do, do they have restores too, or is this something unique uh, or is that just one of those things that um, if there's a habitat affiliate, it's possible that they have that as a fundraising arm? Yes. To all the above. Okay. So uh, <laughs> some of the habitat affiliates do have a restore, but it's not a requirement. Okay. So you'll find that some people will travel across the Southeast or the U S and they'll always find a restore in that area to see how different they are because what we sell at our restore may not be the same thing as what Clarksville sells or Crossville or Nashville. Um, so they're unique in that way. They're not all the same, like generally speaking, they are, but they're not. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we are very blessed to have a restore and Tina is the restore um, director and she does a great job over there. So the, uh, the, the restore, which is on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, um, what uh, restore, you have several items there, right? So in the store, how do you, how do you get the things that you're selling, if that makes sense, yes. in the store? Um, some of the items we have are brand new. So we do purchase some items to sell. And then we do have a lot of items that are donated. So people will come and donate them to us, or we will also go and do pickups certain days of the week. Um, But it, like it, one day it could be there and the next day it could be gone. And so we have furniture, lighting, flooring, artwork, um, appliances, rugs, uh, hardware, building material, just uh, cabinets <laughs> you all just because uh, we have people that are you know um if a lot of people that flip homes will come and bring us stuff or they'll buy stuff so it's it's really cool um and then we do have you know people that are moving or people that are um have college students that they're trying to make their apartment or their house look nice it's it's great because it's very affordable and we just started selling paint again um so we stepped away from that for a little while but now they are selling paint so that's exciting. Oh, yeah. Well, good. I know that uh, ooh, it's been over 10 years, I guess. Uh, the uh, countertops in, in my kitchen mm-hmm. were floor tiles, but they were the really big ones. Yeah. But we bought all of them that you had at the restore, and it was enough, and it had a few left over because I said, I'm going to buy more than I need because I know that I won't be, they may not be there tomorrow. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They're like, do you have? And we're like, yes. Right now we have, but tomorrow it's, you know, it's kind of hit or miss, but it's, it's really cool to see all the different things that we get in. And we do have some great partnerships with some businesses in town that also have a 
you know, too much of something. And mm-hmm. so they'll bring us some of that as well. So maybe there's, you know, a construction build and, and they have some leftover materials. Mm-hmm. So you, you get those frequently. And yeah. Things and like, like that. Walmart sometimes will bring us stuff, Hobby Lobby, you know, just, and it's sometimes it's just kind of um, hit or miss what's in there, but usually it's a treasure for someone. So sure. that, yeah, you know, an affordable treasure for sure. someone. Well, that's awesome. So the uh, the Habitat Restore um, on Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, and uh, I'm sure there's a website. Yes, it's www.rchfh.org, and that has the information for everything related to us. Oh, okay. Very mm-hmm. good. Well, uh, we've... We've danced around Cooking to Build. We're going to talk about Cooking to Build because uh, it is coming up, and it's a wonderful opportunity for you to help Habitat for Humanity. Uh, you've got something between now and October, and then the event itself in November. So we're going to tell you about that as we take our last break. We'll come back and continue the conversation. Our last segment is coming up here with our friends from Habitat for Humanity. Megan Hutchins, our guest, on the Action Line. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street, across from the tall NHC building. We've expanded our store. We've increased it about 600 square feet. We would just be very excited for everybody to come check us out. Proceeds from sales benefit Greenhouse Ministries, a faith-based nonprofit serving the underserved here in Murfreesboro. We were able to put merchandise into our store that we previously haven't had displayed. Maternity clothes, scrubs, activewear, pajamas. The Garden Patch Thrift Shop on Spring Street in downtown Murfreesboro. There are many reasons people select Adam's Place. We went to see seven different places. And he asked his kids, okay, where do you think we should go? And the kids said, Adam's Place. Why? The people looked active and they saw the pool, the only place that had a pool, and they had water aerobics. Turned out to be something I really, really enjoy. I'm Terry Deal. Call me for more information about Adams Place, 1927 Memorial Boulevard, across from Walmart. Call Adams Place today, 615-904-9111. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Be more cyber zen. Get NordVPN. With a few simple clicks, NordVPN will block online trackers, secure your devices from malware-infected downloads, and block access to malicious websites. With NordVPN, enjoy internet without trackers, without malicious websites, without malware-ridden files. Be more cyber zen. Take advantage of our special offer now at nordvpn.com. Major phone carriers make you sign contracts with rigid data plans to trap you into a kind of forced phonogamy. Sounds pretty insecure if you ask me. At Consumer Cellular, we believe in a more consensual and healthy form of phonogamy, free of contracts and more flexible to your data needs. This way, you stick around not because we force you to with contracts and fees, but because you love our phone plans. Like ardently love our phone plans. Phonogamously. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. 
We're News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSradio.com. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Back here on the Action Line, our last few moments together. want to remind you of our good neighbor of the day today. Steve Chappick is today's good neighbor. For being there for residents and staff over at Adams Place, always pitching in, someone wrote in to tell us. Steve Chappick receiving flowers from Jenny Harrison and everybody at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts on South Academy and News Radio WGNS. If you'd like to nominate someone as good neighbor, if you simply text the word neighbor to our number, 615-893-1450, you can uh, wait on a reply. It's going to take just a couple of seconds. From there, you'll... Tap on the web form, fill out the information. It's going to ask you for name, address, phone number, and a sentence why you're nominating. You can get to that as well through our website. And we're wishing Carnetta Fishback a happy birthday today, our Slick Pig Barbecue Birthday Club winner here this morning. Uh, let's see. Uh, that's I thought I had a few texts here, Megan. I wanted to make sure we got to those, but those sure. are for other things. Okay. So Habitat for Humanities Cooking to Build. I always know that it's uh, coming up on fall and cooler weather when we're talking about cooking to build. Uh, how many years has this been going on? Do you do you this know? This is the sixteenth annual. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't realize it was that many. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it, time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> so tell us about cooking to build because there are things that you can be doing now, and then the event is in November, right? Yeah. So the event itself is Saturday, November the fourth. We have it at the Murfreesboro Public Square. So it's in the same area that the farmer's market is in. So the farmer's market ends at the end of October and then cooking to build is the very next Saturday. And we have cooking teams set up all around the square that are making um, soup, stew, or chili. And they're, they make about seven gallons. And then um, people come and get to sample as much as they possibly can (laughs) while they're there that day and uh, vote for their favorite. We also have desserts and we have drinks. And um, this year we have a band called Memory Train come into play. Um, But the thing that makes our event unique is the painted bowls that's associated with the event. So you can get a painted bowl one of two ways. The first is you can go to Color Me Mine, which is um, at the Avenue. And you can go in and say, I'd like to paint a bowl for Cooking to Build. And um, when you paint it, that bowl will be at Cooking on Saturday, November 4th, and you'll pick it up there. Or you can come the day of, and we will have a tent full of bowls that have been painted by Color Mind staff. And we also have a bowl that we do every year that Habitat orders that has the Cooking to Build logo with a different color on the inside of the bowl. So the bowls are really... Um, it's, it's fun to see that it's kind of, it's kind of like bees on, you know, honey, they're just like, it's crazy how many people are just like swarming to <laughs> the bowls on the day of, but it's also a lot of fun. So, so right now, if I guess the call to action between mm-hmm. now and um, what October 15th is painting the bowls. Yes, you can. Uh, October 15th is the last day that they'll let you come in and paint. And that just gives them time to make sure that they can get it, you know, fired and glazed. And they're also running their own business as well during, you know, all of this. So um, you can go there and once you walk in and tell them, you know, I'm here to paint a bowl for Habitat. They'll take it away from there. 
If you do go paint a bowl, you will be paying for your event ticket the same day. It's $30, so that's, you get that the bowl and the ticket to the event. Um, and then you show up the day of at 1030 and get your bowl and then get to sample all the wonderful food. Yeah, that sounds great. So, uh, again, the location is on uh, or out in the avenue, correct? Correct. It's, um, it's called Color Me Mine, and um, it's located on the avenue near Belk on that okay. end of the avenue. Um, I'm trying to think what else is, but kind of near the clothing, the children's clothing stores as well. Um, but you can go in there and paint until October the 15th. That's like a hard deadline <laughs> um, for October 15th to make sure that they have time. Now, um, you you get a bowl and you, you design it. You're not actually making that bowl, are you? Right. Now they The bowls have already been made and then you're painting it however, okay. however you want. Um, and a lot of people, if you're like me, you have a lot of bowls. Um, so we decided as a family, we were going to keep the very first bowls that our children painted and then send them with them when they move out, the rest of them. Yeah. So they'll have dishes kind of to start with. There you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. That, 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 and you're going to add a few more dishes That's before right. that time. That's right. Yeah. It, it happens quick. Yes. Trust me on that. So, well, a very neat uh, event. And if, someone doesn't get the chance to go out and make their bowl uh they can still come that day you mentioned that there'll be bowls there yeah we will have um between the bowls that are being painted and the ones that we have ordered we'll we'll have at least a thousand bowls there so um if you paint a bowl you get in at ten thirty. if you get a ticket which we are selling all the tickets on eventbrite if you get a ticket before the event you get in at 1030. But if you buy a ticket the day of, you get in at 11. So if you're wanting to get your hands on a certain bowl by a certain time, I would highly recommend that you buy your ticket before the day of the event. And you're already sampling when those 11 o'clockers come in. Yeah, too. exactly. It's um, <laughs> And one thing I do want to mention is uh, we used to use the bowl to sample the soup and stuff we don't do that anymore um you have a bag you get that you can um, put your bowl in and we have a voting slip and a map of all the teams and so when you go up to a booth they'll give you a styrofoam with a sample okay and so every cooking team has the styrofoam bowls at their tent um so we we moved to that because of um covid yeah, I was just but, you know, say, that changed it a yeah, lot <laughs> but you know what a lot of people loved not getting their bowl dirty yeah. and so um, it's worked out really well. Well, very good. Again, uh, let's give us uh, the dates here, or give you the dates. Saturday, November 4th, and uh, it's around the Rutherford County Courthouse, cooking to build at the historic Rutherford County Courthouse. And between now and October 15th is the time to paint your bowls. And uh, the proceeds, this is a fundraiser for Habitat for Humanity. Everything we talked about this morning, it goes to support uh, Habitat Homes and Builds here in our community. Megan, it's been uh, an awesome pleasure uh, having you with us this morning. Thank, Thank you, you so much. And uh, don't forget, you can check the podcast at uh, WGNSRadio.com if you want to listen back and look for Action Line or go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast location, whether it be Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can subscribe and listen to the new shows.